I'm Daria Rose, and this is The Foodist Podcast, where real people use real food to get healthy and lose weight without dieting. Hey everyone, Daria Rose here, and today I would like to try something a little different. So as you may or may not know, there is a section on Summer Tomato called Ask Daria, and it's a place I set up on the blog years and years ago in order to address the types of questions that I get asked often. So basically I, you know, people have questions and they'll, they'll want to email me. And while I really want to answer everybody's questions all the time, I get the same emails over and over and over again. And I get dozens and dozens and dozens of them and I can't keep up. So the idea was where somebody could ask a question in a public forum and I could answer it for everyone. And so everybody can benefit from the answers. So, but today I thought maybe, um, you know, I got a really thought provoking question and I just felt like I could do a much better job answering sort of in speaking rather than typing out my answer. And so I'm going to try that out today. So, um, recently Anna asked, she said, everything you say about weight really resonates with me. I like the idea of weighing yourself every day, not as a point of shame, but as a check-in and a means to hold yourself accountable. So just, I'm gonna pause for one minute to explain what she's talking about. So Anna is referring to a blog post I wrote uh, last year called The Worst Thing You Can Do If You're Trying to Lose Weight. And basically the point of that post was that the worst thing you could do is equate your body weight with your self-worth. That those should not be the same thing. That's tempting um, to do that you know, in our society, but you shouldn't do that. And so an exercise I offer at the end of the post is to actually practice weighing yourself daily, not to be obsessed with your weight or not to feel good or bad about yourself, but to actually make it so that that feeling goes away. So you can actually see the number on the scale as for ex- exactly what it is, which is a data point and nothing more. It doesn't say anything about your health really, or, or my, I mean, a little bit, but not, not, a, not, a, the, it doesn't have the weight that we often attribute it. So, um, that is what she's referring to in this question. So she says, uh, she goes on to say, the only thing I keep wondering is about building muscle and how that affects weight. My weight is relatively low compared to some of my friends, but they are a lot more muscular and have less body fat than I have. I guess my question is what your outlook on that issue is and how to approach my relationship with the scale as I try to lose body fat and build muscle. So Anna, this is a great question and it's really thoughtful and I really appreciate that. Um, So my answer to this is, you know, I want to go back to the idea of dissociating what the scale means from your self-worth. So you're you're getting there, Um, but you're absolutely right that there is a huge range of difference. The number on the scale can mean a huge number of things, right? Like you can be 135 pounds and like shredded and, you know, very low body fat and in incredibly good shape. Or you can be the exact same height and be 135 pounds and be a little pudgier, a little softer around the edges and not have a lot of muscle mass. And those look incredibly different. They have incredibly different meaning for health. And, and obviously you're going to feel, feel, feel much, much different in, you know, those two body scenarios. So to answer your question, 
as you're so as you're trying to get in shape and your body is changing, you're right. There's going to be some variation, but what and and you know maybe the scale won't be going down all the time, but you will be eating well and it can be kind of confusing. Um, what I would ask you to do is to remember that the number on the scale is only one data point and it's not a very informative one. You know, it, it's, it's useful and it has its uses, but only in a relative context to the rest of your life. So what I mean by that is you have other measures you can use um, to help let you know for yourself what the number on the scale means. For example, maybe your genes start fitting differently. You know, for instance, like if I'm uh, in better shape, certain parts of my pants will be looser than um, when I'm in worse shape, they'll be tighter there and looser in other places. You know, muscle will go down in one area and, you know, fat will go up in the other area. They tend to not be the same areas. And so I can tell no matter what I weigh, um, you know, if my body shape is changing in a certain way, I feel differently than um, if it's changing in a different way. So again, this, the scale is a very useful tool. It can give you an idea of how different things affect you. It can give you an idea of the trajectory you're on, but it doesn't paint the full picture. So, you know, always take it with a grain of salt. And, but what I can say for you is that um, this, is this is tricky for you now because this is new. And so when you're, when you're new to exploring your health in this way, you know, trying out different habits on for size, seeing if you like them, seeing if they stick, if they work with your lifestyle, um, you know, trying different types of foods, trying different types of exercises and seeing how they affect you, you're gonna, it's, it's hard to get your bearings at first because there's a lot of going on. There's a lot changing. Um, there's a lot of emotional change. There's a lot of physical change. There's a lot of habit change. Um, but what'll happen is as you get more and more accustomed to this style of, of this health style, you'll learn to know you. And, you know, so I can't tell you what you should weigh. I can't tell you what size you should wear. I can't tell you what exactly you should eat. You need to test and, and figure it out. And over time, you will get a sense of your health style that is yours. And you will start to know what it means if the scale goes up or down a pound or two and you know, kind of stays there and it's not just sort of a random fluctuation. You'll, you'll start to know. Um, and that's really your goal. Your goal is to get to the place where you like feel very confident that if I eat this way, I will have this energy level. I, you know, my face, my skin will be clear. I will, you know, be at a weight and a, you know, body fat or muscular level that I'm comfortable with and happy with and feel good about. And, and if there's changes, then the scale will be more useful for you. So, um, you know, I recommend you stick with it. I think you're, you're doing great. Uh, and it's awesome that you're, you're working on this. And, um, so yeah, just stick with it. And I think eventually it'll all become a lot more clear for you and less confusing as you continue. So thank you so much for your question. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose. And if you're interested in upgrading your own health style, learning how to get healthy and lose weight without dieting and without all of the suffering that it brings, then head over to my website, Summer Tomato, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get a free starter kit that'll teach you the basics of how to start changing the way you think about food 
health, and weight loss. You'll also get a free chapter from my book, Foodist, called The Myth of Willpower that explains the science behind why the no pain, no gain mantra of the weight loss industry is the absolute worst approach to getting healthy. So come over to Summer Tomato and sign up. We have a fantastic community and we would love, love, love to have you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.